Is Las Vegas drunk? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's morphin' time. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, TGIF, everybody, and Happy New Year. This will be the last Lockdown Spurs for the year 2022. So we appreciate all of what you've done for us here at Lockdown Spurs for the past year. And uh, as always, we thank you for making this uh, your first listen each and every day. Second, let's check out Lockdown Sports. Right with a treat for you to end the new year, or the old year now, heading into the new year. Uh, having a quick roundtable, and we're asking if Vegas is drunk, because they must be, because apparently the Spurs are the top teams in landing Trey Young and James Harden. We're going to be discussing that and then look at tomorrow night's game, Spurs-Mavericks. Who is ending out the year here with me on Lockdown Spurs? Well, we got two. We have well, – let's bring him on first because I, you know, Rudy Campos will sweep the league. First of all, coming off the bench, sick <laughs> right now, and he's actually doing something different than a recap. So that's got to be refreshing for you, Rudy. Yeah, it is. It's a little bit different, but, you know, I still have fun with the recap. I'm looking to have fun right now, too. And I'm, this is my flu game. So, yeah, Jordan, watch out. <laughs> oh, well, make sure to follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. And also is Joe Garcia with Two Shots Podcast. Joe, I thought they say whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but it looks like Vegas is just out of control right now. Yeah, Vegas is out of control, but they got to do something to kind of stir the pot. I mean, Spurs Twitter is a dumpster fire anyway, but just, you know, <laughs> the rumor now with Trey Young, uh, I mean, come on now. I mean, yeah. Spurs fans are going to get all excited about that, but I think that's what we're going to dive into. Really, I mean, would they really want him uh, as part of this team? You know, that's yeah, a big well, question. Yeah. Yes, that, that's definitely a great point. Let's go to start off with this. And uh, yeah, uh, in case you did not know, uh, Las Vegas released its uh, betting lines on where Trey Young could land if he's traded uh, by Atlanta. Now, uh, Rudy, Joe, everybody does it, everybody knows about the uh, turmoil in Atlanta, chemistry issues. There was a run-in with he and Nate McMillan. Um, there's possible fit moving forward. So if the Hawks were to trade him, the Spurs are coming in top 10 team, six overall, uh, with I think it was a plus 85 heading into the trade deadline offseason. Now, Rudy, you were very, very vocal. You even texted me saying, like, I wanted to talk about this the last time we did a lockdown Spurs. Well, here we are. Um, you were vehemently saying, hell no. Yeah, I, I'm totally against seeing Trey Young in a Spurs uniform. Um, there's a lot of players in this league, especially now that are selfish players, and he's one of them. He doesn't care about winning. He doesn't care about developing players, making the team better. Trey is about Trey, and that's the very common thing about a lot of players these days. It's all about them because why? It's all about the contracts. It's all about the next big one. It's all about the endorsements. It's how can you, how can this league make my life a whole lot better rather than how can I make this team better? Trey Young mm -hmm. is a very selfish player. I do not want to see him in silver and black. If he is, it's just going to be a total dumpster fire. But Joe, he is one of the lead scorers in the NBA. Uh, they call him Ice Trey for a reason because he gets cold as ice and he can just uh, kill a team. Wouldn't you think the Spurs would want a player who career averages 
over 20 plus points per game. Where do you stand? Yay or nay on Trey Young? I would have to say nay, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, since the NBA is a business and, you know, far be it for me to go with my heart and just say, hey, I would I wouldn't want him on the team. At the end of the day, the numbers have to work in favor of both teams, you know. So if the Spurs wind up, let's say, wind up taking on the contract of one Trey Young, again, the numbers would have to work. They can go ahead and realistically take on his contract because they do have the cap space. If that also comes with some, you know, much coveted picks, I think that might sweeten the deal somewhat for the San Antonio Spurs. And eventually they could go ahead and look at moving on from Trey Young if they want to go ahead and make the trade and maybe even go ahead and trade him uh, to another team that might, again, be able to take on that contract. Mm and acquire more picks. So Mm -hmm. it's something that you can go ahead and say, yes, you would want him on the team. So you could go ahead and flip him for future picks. Mm -hmm. But again, if you're going to go ahead and utilize him in the context of how is he going to contribute to the San Antonio Spurs, he's going to have to learn a new system. It, it, It wouldn't, it wouldn't be as easy as just, you know, plugging him in and, you know, hopefully he can go ahead and, and learn the system that much uh, more quickly than other players because it still takes some time to get used to the Spurs system. Mm-hmm. So you have your pros and your cons. At the end of the day, I, I think the Spurs would handle this much like a business. So they would probably be looking to flip Trey, quite honestly. And to the dismay of Spurs fans, you're going to have those that want him on the team. Then you're going to mm-hmm. have those that don't want him on the team. Will Trey go ahead and make the team that much better or worse? I, I really can't say for sure, but will it translate into more wins for the team possibly but at the end of the day there's still going to be a lottery team so trey isn't going to just come in and be the magic fix that that's what i'm saying but rudy i thought the spurs already have a trade trey jones how (laughs) much of his emergence this season kind of put a curb in any thought about the spurs chasing uh trey young in some sort of a deal it plays a big curve. I mean, you I don't know why you keep bringing up Trey Jones with me every time, Jeff. You know, I'm not a big fan. Hey, um, hey, uh, 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 Joe, there's a running uh, joke here. Every, you have to bring up a dookie each time. Because he doesn't like the, the Duke Blue Devils. But, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I yeah, saved the Trey Jones uh, point for you, uh, Rudy. Yeah, the Trey Jones thing, you know what, Trey's development from the end of last year to the beginning of this year and all season is the same model that we've given him. He's Mr. Consistent. He's proving that he can run the team. He's proving that he's the best fit for the team right now. So if you were to bring in a Trey Young, you know what, you're de- you're slowing his development if he is staying on the Spurs. But not only that, you're slowing the development of your other guys, Devin Vassell, Kelvin Johnson. That's less touches for them, less scoring opportunities for them. Trey's not going to make it easier for anybody on this team. He knows he's on a losing team, and he's going to just want to get his own. So it's a real, real, real mind-scratcher of the Spurs wherever to inquire even about Trey Young. You have the better of the Trey right now and Trey Jones. Do you have to take a shower every time we do a lockdown Spurs and we bring up a dookie? Like just to get the, I, the, the filth off? I go, through, I go through two bottles of mouthwash every time. <laughs> uh uh, Joe, I, I look at the Spurs, the situation, you know, Vegas saying Spurs, you know, one of the better odds to get uh, Trey Young. But another wrench in this could be in the offseason. No, not trading for Trey Young, but if the Spurs were to miss out on Wimby and let's just say they landed number two, there's Scoot Henderson. Don't you think that'll also make any type of deal uh, for Trey Young moot? Yeah, I mean, realistically, I mean, 
what are the Spurs' chances of of getting Trey Young? It's not going to be very good. Like the Vegas odd, odd makers have said, it's the six best odds to land Trey Young. Will the mm-hmm. Spurs inquire? Possibly, you know, just to see if there's you know interest there as far as maybe some picks or even cash, you know, something to 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 make it make sense. But mm-hmm. I mean, they got to throw their name in the hat. I would I would assume. But at the end of the day, okay. I mean. I I highly doubt that this deal will actually get done. And will mm-hmm. it if they do acquire Trey, will it affect their cap moving forward? Absolutely. You know, yeah. at what the Spurs are wanting to do, I believe right now is they're just wanting to go ahead and keep that cap space open. Again, if they can go ahead and acquire not even Trey, but maybe another uh team, you know, maybe a three-way deal there to go ahead and acquire mm-hmm. a player just to, you know, get that. I guess to get that, those picks and and just mm-hmm. acquire the player and then immediately wave him or trade him or right. you know Flip some him. of those yeah. scenarios that we've already seen mm-hmm. pan out. But I mean, I I am not a big fan of of the Spurs even throwing their hat, their name in the mm-hmm. hat for for one Trey Young because right. it will have ramifications affecting the cap space. And if mm-hmm. they want to wind up wanting to keep him on the team, who are they going to wind up losing? I mean, you're already starting to look at Yaka Portal maybe hidden free agency if they're going to want to acquire him i don't think they're going to have enough cap space to go ahead and acquire both yaka portal and keep trey young on the team and then again it goes towards free agency and also trying to acquire some of the talent that you already have currently on the team if you acquire trey young again you're not going to be able to keep everyone and and one of those might be uh rudy's favorite here you know trey Mm -hmm. (laughs) well then there's this too joe uh you know trey young is just a you know, let's just say he's not a good defensive player, and that's putting it mildly. You know, defensively, that's his biggest weakness. You know, he gets burned, and uh, so there's that fit as well. Defensively, would he fit? Doesn't look like it. But Rudy, you know, we're, we're again, we're we're fortunate to talk highly about a Dukey now. We're doing it on purpose. <laughs> At least I'm doing it on purpose. Trey Young, Trey Jones, excuse me, brings it on the defensive end as well. I mean, I think he has a huge edge over Young in that department. Yeah, you know what, Trey, Trey Jones is a better on-the-ball defender. Um, he's average, I don't know if he's averaging the steal game or right under a steal game, but overall, the defense of the team is way better under Trey Jones. Um, you see a lot of players that are actually playing with him alongside with him. You know, they're into the defensive side of the ball, and that's something that Pop stresses a whole lot. With Trey Young, the probably one of the least um, defensive-minded guards in the league. So you lose a lot. I mean, yeah, you gain 20, 25-plus points a game. You gain some pretty good shooting. I mean, yeah, he does shoot the ball really well, but he does miss a whole lot as well. But at to what cost? I mean, you're, you're losing the development of your current players. You're, right. you know, kind of messing with the lineup that you had. And like I said, the previous Lockdown Spurs was you've got um, you've got to start it. That starting five is starting to gel now. So why would you want to mm-hmm. mess with that? Yeah, and Atlanta is going to want to gut that Spurs roster. They're going to they're going to have a high price tag for. Trey Young. You're losing Devin want... or Kelvin. There's no doubt. Yeah, it, yeah, it's going to come down to something like that. They're going to want a big prize. I mean, look what Atlanta gave up for Dejounte. No, mm-hmm. you know that. Look what uh, you know the price tags on these players, especially an all-star guard. So I forget that he is an all-star. You know the, that drives his uh, price tag up more. Uh, Rudy, what about Blake Wesley? You think you, you know again? You have that viable backup point guard as well in any type of Trey Young deal. It, you know, we haven't really seen him in a Spurs uniform. He's been in the G League, but there's some promise there, isn't there? Yeah, a lot of questions coming out of Notre Dame when he was drafted, but he kind of solved a lot of those issues in the G League. 
when we saw him play, the minutes that he got with the Spurs were really, really well. And he actually right. did really good in those minutes. So viable backup point guard, uh, absolutely. Future starting point guard, uh, I wouldn't count it out. In fact, I really think, if anything, he is the future starting point guard for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. All right, well, there you have it. So it looks like Rudy and Joe are saying, hell no to Trey Young and the Spurs making a deal. Unless unless Joe wants to get that Spurs Trey Young uh, silver and black jersey, right, Joe? No, man, I would never spend my money on any jersey uh, unless it's going to be one of the OGs because, as you've seen, some of the some of these yeah. Spurs fans uh, that had brought Primo jerseys, for example, are, are left holding yep. the bag, you know? Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, when we get back, we're going to continue to talk about Vegas and uh, asking, uh, you know, are they drunk? They've they been partying too much out there, those Vegas odd makers, because supposedly the Spurs have solid odds at getting James Harden. Yeah, you heard that right. James Harden. Uh, once again, we're here on Locked on Spurs, the final one of the year 2022 with Rudy Campos and Joe Garcia. But before we continue our chat right here on Locked on Spurs, I want to bring to you a message from the NHTSA. Look, you're hanging out with some friends. You're putting back a few drinks. A few become a few too many. Even comes to an end. And yeah, you think about calling for a ride, but you're like, nah, I live nearby. I can make it home. No big deal. What's the worst that can happen? Insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. Total your car. Or worse yet, you kill someone. Everyone knows the risk about driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, plan ahead, get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. A message from the NHTSA. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Joe Garcia. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast and Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. And make sure you let Rudy know how much he loves them Dookie boys. Loves them. Loves Zion. Loves Zion. Right, Joe? Right, Joe? Isn't Rudy a big fan of uh, Zion? Oh, no. He absolutely despises anything that comes out of Duke. He's, he's a North Carolina <laughs> fan through and through. So, yeah, Duke to him is just trash. You know, it's always going to be that way. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we have to keep it PG, you know, because because of the shit. Yeah. The type of show that we're doing with Jeff. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You save that talk for a uh, sweep the league. Uh, <laughs> Joe will probably uh, Joe and uh, Rudy will probably just go off on on that. But hey, uh, let's continue talking about the Vegas odds makers once again. Vegas is looking ahead, and with James Harden looking at free agency this off season, the Spurs names popped up again. Tied for the eighth best odds, 10 to 1 with the Clippers of landing James Harden. Now, Joe, I know you're ecstatic about this. You're saying go Spurs, go get Harden in the Spurs uniform, right? No, <laughs> he would not be a good fit here with the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, you're getting a, let's say, a, a player that used to be mm -hmm. a, a bona fide superstar at, at the decline. Uh, or the yeah, end like, of his career. Like he's not now. the Houston James Harden anymore. Yeah, he's not that Houston James Harden, and you can cl clearly see that when you know currently with the team that he's with, the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, he he's become more of a facilitator, I think now because he's passing the ball a lot more. If you're looking at his assist, you know, let's be honest, he, he's not quite his athleticism quite isn't where it used to be. So he's having to rely on other aspects of his game. But you know, a, a declining superstar, former All Star. I mean. 
he's going to acquire, uh, I think, too much cap space for for the Spurs realistically to to even want to mm-hmm. take a look at him and and keep him right. here, you know, or even acquire him and put him on the team. I mean, there there much there's much better options that can be had at a at a cheaper price. Let's be mm-hmm. honest, you know. So right. I think the 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 team that the Spurs currently have, you know, the the young guns are showing some promise. So I mean, why would you want to go and acquire one James Harden? I mean, he would just right. be a I think uh, bring toxicity to the locker room. And that's something you Mm -hmm. want to kind of get away from. Rudy, it feels like Harden and the Spurs have always been linked. Wasn't there a few couple seasons back or maybe this past off season, Harden to San Antonio, chasing them, this and that. But do you think it just simply comes down to this, whether it be James Harden or uh, Trey Young, why San Antonio is being picked because of the cap space and the amount of draft capital they have and the uh, young talent they have? You think that's why the Spurs are being targeted as a destination for several, uh, or at least these two All Stars? Yeah, and you kind of just took out everything that I wanted to say about it because it's it's what it is. You know, the Spurs have uh, one, if not the most cap space available this coming off season. They have so much draft capital from the deals that they made with Derek White and Dejounte Murray, uh, as well as that Chicago Bulls deal for Demar Derozan. They've got a lot of draft picks that are coming up. So it's them and it's actually Oklahoma City because Oklahoma City has a bevy of draft picks as well. They don't quite, they're not going to quite have the cap space, but the Spurs do. So anytime you hear a player, it could be all the way from James Harden, Trey Young, uh, Joel Embiid, anybody like that, seeing major superstars, they're going to tie them to the San Antonio Spurs uh, mm-hmm. because of all the cap space available. Not only that, um, you, you always they always go to the Coach Pop thing. You know, oh, it's Coach Pop. He can make this player a better player. James Harden, on the other hand, if if Trey Young is a dumpster fire, James Harden is the warehouse burning down. He's definitely wow. not a type of player that you'd want. I mean, he's a very, very selfish player. Very selfish. He's worse than Trey Young. You saw him in the Houston years when he was there. It was in the ball of James Harden. He was the only one getting them shots. He would only make a pass when he was absolutely make one. Again, do you think development matters under Trey Young, development under James Harden? You may as well just have the team sit out and go down to Austin to get more playing time. Joe, you you look at the Harden situation. He would be a veteran. He would be a former Finals, I mean, um, NBA MVP, something the current team lacks. You still don't think that's going to be a good fit, right? No, I still don't think it's going to be a good fit. I mean, like I said, you can get better options at a, at a cheaper price at this point in his career you know so he wouldn't be a good fit in in the locker room as well and you know when you're looking at what the Spurs run as far as their offensive scheme out there it's more of a run and gun getting up and down the court now because but that's don't you think that's where James team. Harden would succeed in that kind of he style? used to be used to be able to succeed in that now he's kind of on the decline of his career I don't think he's going to be a good fit uh with these young guns you know and, and the way that they like to get out in the open court there's a lot of speed and athleticism uh, with this current, you know, San Antonio Spurs young roster now. And then unfortunately for James Harden, I think he's uh, better suited to to be that, uh, let's say, veteran player, maybe coming off the bench uh, with with another team, not so much the yeah. San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I mean, Rudy Harden off the bench at this point in his career, I don't think he's there yet. No, he's got... He's not going to be uh, coming off the bench anywhere unless it's a team uh, that maybe like a Brooklyn, if he went back there, yeah. that would be a team he could probably come off yeah. the bench for. But um, he's not quite at Blake Griffin status yet where Blake was a superstar and now he's coming off the bench in Boston. 
not quite there yet, but um, he is on a decline in some sort of ways and aspects of his game. Just not quite yet. But, I mean, as, even as a player himself, I mean, you see Philadelphia having some success, but if you look at the stats, it's when Harden takes less shots and he gets his teammates mm-hmm. more involved. So if you mean to tell me he comes to San Antonio, he's not going to have the same success because he doesn't have a Joel Embiid or a Tobias Harrison. Yeah, right. So you're you're saying Knicks on James Harden and San Antonio Spurs should not chase that, right? It would probably be time to change fandoms if that happened. Oh, or just move the team already to say we give up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not get, saying I'm not relocate. saying get anybody in trouble, but yeah. I mean, probably, <laughs> Rudy's going to say move the team to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you're saying nay as well? Yeah, that would be a big no on my part. I mean, at this point, there's no there's no reason to even take a hard look at, at James Harden. I mean, yeah, there, there's I just agree. no there's just no rhyme or reason to it. You know, you'd, you'd have yeah. to take a hard pass. Yeah, I agree. And also, too, for me, also, another hard pass for Harden and Young is because of the draft. You know, the Spurs, you know, we're getting a whiff on the number one and they get number two. Or number three, you know, and Scoot is there. I mean, that's a that's a viable option. That's a big. I'd rather have him than Trey Young or James yeah. Harden. By the way, um, Joe, do you have any uh, extra Vix and Sprite laying around for uh, Rudy here? A sprite? You have to say it. You know, the Mexican way. Oh, did I, say I said it wrong. Yeah, you said Sprite. You know, okay. anytime you go to a Mexican restaurant here in San Antonio, you know you've arrived at a legit place when they ask you if you want an Sprite. You know, so Rudy is, needs is some it, Sprite. Isn't, isn't that like like how they also say Spurs? Spurs, Spurs. Yeah, that's how yeah, you know you arrived here. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So he needs he needs some. Yeah. What he needs gonna he's gonna need some Vicks. He's gonna need some yeah. Sprite, and he's gonna yeah. need you know maybe his wife to rub the egg over him. You know, mm, <laughs> give yep. him the little the little song Sana Sana. thing, but I kind of got hungry and ate it, so sorry. Yeah, cooked, he, he was he was so just you know hot with fever that he just cooked the egg and he ate it. Okay. No, I was I was I was talking uh, to Rudy about this in the uh, or a previous episode of Lockdown Spurs. Let me get your thoughts on this, Joe. How, how did this even start? Like, who who? When did this culture just say, you know what, Vix and Sprite fix everything? Like, when did that happen? Like, I don't know. Like, it, who, it probably like, I just want to know, like, which one, which which one of your uncles decided to go out there in your, in your generations, Joe? And say, you know what? Get these two together, this combo, and this fix everything. Oh, I know it didn't come from my uncles because my uncles would be drinking some tequila. That's the cure all for them. Well, there you go, (laughs) there you go, Rudy. Maybe that's the missing ingredient. That'll definitely make you feel better fast. I I tried one already, and it I coughed really really bad, so I'm gonna wait a little while longer on that. But I hear bourbon actually works pretty good too. You being serious, or you're just messing around? No, no, I've heard bourbon actually works really well when you have a sore throat. I don't know why. You think it's just because of the alcohol content and whatever it is? I, I'm assuming so. I'm, I'm, I've heard bourbon. I've heard whiskey. I've heard a lot of those uh, darker type um, drink, uh, alcohol liquors is probably the best. So uh, I got a liquor store right behind me. So I'm about to go walk over there in a little bit and start <laughs> buying cases of it. Or, or are you, you can are literally you just... jump the fence to go to the liquor store, but he'd have to fight off some of the transients that that live behind the yeah, house. Yeah don't, don't, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that, dude. Um, Rudy, are you just basically you're just sick because of the, all this uh, dookie talk? Like it got to you? Like it literally in, impacted your physical well being? Yeah, it it hit me. It hit me hard. All this dookie talk made my uh, my immune system weak, and I got sick. So. 
I'm not going to blame you, Jeff. I'm not going to blame Lockdown Spurs, but uh, I will say that you guys played a part of it. Thanks. I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so windy. All right, when we get back uh, with uh, Rudy Campos and Joe Garcia, we're going to be looking at tomorrow's game, Spurs Mavericks. Yeah, Luka Doncic. Yeesh. Spurs got themselves a handful tomorrow night versus Dallas right here on Lockdown Spurs with Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast and Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Hey, but before we do that, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Again, check out Lockdown Sports today. Biggest stories around the sports world available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. And I also want to talk to you about Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill. Now, it's a personal finance app that helps you find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about, like that streaming service that you bought and you watched just the one show on and then you just forgot, and, or that free trial that you never forgot to cancel or even if you use. So Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify the subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel. Simple as that. Rocket Money will cancel it for you right then and there. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving an average person up to 720 bucks a year. I've used it. It's helped me cancel a lot of subscriptions that I don't even know or just forgot about. So if it can do that for me, it can do that for you. Stop throwing away your money, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MBA. Again, rocketmoney.com slash locked on MBA. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs, the final one for the year 2022. And we're having a roundtable episode with Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast and Rudy Campos of Sweep the League and Alien Rudy Campos. A man who was willing to come off the bench because somebody who will not be named was super late to start the show. We won't name him. We won't mention him, Rudy. It wasn't I'm me. Not mention him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rudy was going to come off the bench for you sick, Joe. You know that, right? Yeah, but I had to come in last minute and reclaim my starting spot. You know, I got I got to show. Did, you know, it's so fun. Didn't I text you that, Rudy? Didn't I say last second? Yeah. Yeah, you did. I was like, oh, be on standby. I'm like, okay. All right. We get the lemon and honey, honey out. Well, that that just made you uh, get up and maybe uh, get to that bourbon sooner to get ready for the show. Yeah, I uh, I actually drank some hot tea, so my voice is actually deeper and better than what it was when you texted me this morning. So. Hey, this is not one of those phone call lines, Rudy. It's not one of those old school <laughs> ninety ones. You, you, well, after, uh, Joe, after Joe, Joe, Joe remembers, like right? Joe, you were the late nights, the late nights watching TV, seeing the little commercials come out with the phone number, you know, the, the party line. I think that's what it was called, Jeff. <laughs> I think Rudy was the party line. He was the go-to party line back in the day for San Antonio. I was a part of the team line from Saved by the Bell with Nitro or whoever else that was, with Zach Morris. All right. Well, before this show gets off the rails, let's take care of business. Spurs Mavericks tomorrow night at the AT&T. Luka Doncic, heesh. I mean, Rudy, what do you start with him? I mean, it, it begins with Luka. It ends with Luka for Dallas. And historically, Luka has just put it on the Spurs. He's He averages a near triple-double versus San Antonio in every single game he's played against the Spurs. Starts with him. Um, how are you feeling about tomorrow night's game? 
Um, I feel as like I feel right now, pretty bad about going <laughs> to tomorrow night's he game. Got the no, he got the yeah. set up, the serve I sent him. All right, go ahead. That was perfect. Um, you know, Luca right now at 33 points a game, eight and eight, you know, eight rebounds, eight assists, almost a triple double. Uh, he's a player that once he gets going, he gets going. He's not going to be able to be stopped, as you could have seen from the last, you know, one of the previous games he's had where he had 60 plus points and a triple double as well in that game. Um, not only that, you got to worry about uh, a guy like Christian Woods. You got to worry about the shooters and, you know, Bullock and Finney Smith as well as a Hardaway Jr. and Spencer Dinwiddie. Dallas has completely loaded on the perimeter. So if the Spurs have any shot in this game, you're going to need a massive, massive game from both Jacoperto and Jeremy Sohan. Kelda's going to have to attack the basket as well um, mm-hmm. if he does play in the game. So I think right now I'm taking the Mavericks. Um, really, you're just going to have to let Luka get his and contend with everybody else. But you got to dominate the paint. Get Christian Wood mm-hmm. in the foul trouble. That'll be their biggest weakness. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I think you just let Luka do it. <laughs> Luca, and you just try to shut everybody else down. And you think that's going to be the game plan for the Spurs team heading into tomorrow night's game, Joe? I think the Spurs are just going to look for any edge that they can get at this point. I mean, you're looking at both teams, and I mean, they're going in the opposite opposite direction. I mean, the Mavericks yep. have a record of 19 and 16. The Spurs are 11 and 23. They're 14th in the Western Conference, while the Mavericks are are seventh in the Western Conference. And, you know, looking at just, you know, the last couple of games here, I mean, the Spurs, uh, not so good. The Spurs are two and three in their last five games. The Mavericks, uh, the Mavericks fare a little bit better than the San Antonio Spurs. Um, the Mavericks mm-hmm. currently are four and one in their last five games. So it's going to take a, a, a miracle here, I, I would say, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the San Antonio Spurs to, to best uh, the Dallas mm-hmm. Mavericks. Um, right. The only strong suit that the Spurs really have going for them right now versus the Mavericks is getting those young guns you know, out in the open court and just, you know, uh, on the fast break, you know, unfortunately for the Spurs, they just don't have uh, the cohesiveness needed nor, nor the personnel to, right. to really lock down and go at the, the Mavericks from a defensive standpoint. Uh, and, the, you know, you're looking at the Spurs and, and historically right now, and, you know, this particular season, they're dead last, uh, you know, when it comes to defense in the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, which does not bode well for them when they're looking at a, at a, at a at a team that has one Luka Donick, you know, I mean, you're looking and seeing what he's done over the course of the last three games uh, right. against the Rockets. He dropped 50 against the Lakers on the 25th on Christmas Day. He dropped 32 and just coming off that, you know, great game that historic. he had against the yeah, Knicks. That historic triple double. Yeah, 60 points, man. I mean, mm-hmm. that's insane. 21 rebounds, 10 assists, two steals and one block. And you're going to tell me that the Spurs are going to be able to stop him No. I just don't think that they have, you know, the the personnel right now to do that. But I mean, like you said, they can let him have his and just try to go ahead and, you know, contain the other, uh, you know, supporting cast around Luca. But again, it's a tall task for the young Spurs. And we should make this clear. This is being recorded, obviously, before the Mavericks game. So we don't have the injury report, you know, so all we know, Luca could sit out this one. You know, the Spurs are that team now. Where they're like, oh, we got the Spurs on the calendar. Let's sit down all our star players because this should be a cakewalk. But heading into tonight's or tomorrow night's game, I should say, the Mavericks have won two straight road games. So keep that in mind. You know, you know, I feel like this is not locked on Mavericks. This is locked on Spurs, Rudy. And when I look at the Spurs, I say, you know what? Uh, Keldon Johnson is back on that three-point shooting slump. So I think he needs to get going. I mean, they, they're going to need him to be, I mean, everybody's got to be 
you know, dotting their I's and crossing their T's uh, tomorrow night versus Dallas. But KJ, again, struggling from the three line, Rudy. Yeah, you know, KJ on the three-point line, I mean, it's it's consistent, it's inconsistent, it's back and forth. He's got to be he's got to be on point. And a team against the Mavericks, that is one way to stop him. I mean, I have to stop him to get the better of them. Get your three-point ball going. If Devin and, Kale and Keldon can actually continue shooting the ball well and shoot the ball really well in this game, makes a lot of life easier down below for guys like Jakob and Sohan to dominate in the paint. What you want him to do is, like I said, have though have uh, Pirtle and uh, Sohan do what they can down below. Be aggressive on the boards. Get Christian Wood into some foul trouble. That'll allow the Mavericks to kind of collapse a little bit as well because they're getting dominated inside. And it'll free up you know Devin as well as Trey Jones. Even you know he can't shoot the three ball. Uh, but now mm-hmm. let's not forget they do have Doug McDermott too coming off the bench too, who can also throw uh, shoot the three ball as well. So. I think it's going to be a a really good uh, game. might be for the first five minutes only, or it might be an entire game. I have no idea. But right now what it is is the three and shooting the three-point ball for Kelvin, it's got to be on point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think everybody's going to be on point, especially against the matter. This is a team, you know, Rudy, we talk about this every game. You know, four quarters of basketball. They got to play four quarters of basketball. You know, they got lucky versus you. I mean, they almost gave that game up to Utah. I mean, they were just seeing it wither away. But again, they, they, this team has to play 48 minutes of basketball. And, it is, and as Rudy mentioned, it's not just uh, Luka Doncic. It's, it's Finney Smith. It's Reggie Bullock. It's, you know, Wood. It, it's Spencer Dinwiddie. So this is a team that's a little loaded. So Dwight Powell, you know, Kemba Walker has been added to them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh you know, this is definitely a uh, team the Spurs are going to have a lot of fits against. Joe, uh, your thoughts, uh, prediction, uh, who wins? Yeah, for the Spurs, I'd have to say that, unfortunately for them, they're going to wind up dropping this game, and, you know, the Mavericks are going to be an, the victor. Getting an L to close out the year, huh? Yeah, I'm going to give them an L to close out the year, but, I mean, you're looking at what could actually be, you know, transpiring here. And you still you're you're going to have several key players that are still questionable, even uh, today against the Knicks. You know you still have, yeah. you know Keldon Johnson who's questionable. You have Doug McDermott, Devin Bissell. I mean these are some of your better players. And if they're a no go, I mean it, it's 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 just not going to bode well for the San Antonio Spurs. Even against the 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 game that's going to that's occurring tonight against the new the, the New York Knicks, you have Barlow who is going to be out. You know Charles Bassey out. Blake Wesley out, of course, because of his uh, injury. Then you have Keldon Johnson questionable, McDermott questionable, Devin Vassell questionable. So realistically, what you could be looking at is the Spurs going on a two-game skid to go ahead and end the year. So not looking too good for the San Antonio Spurs. So, hey, it's a game that's going to happen on New Year's Eve. So what, if they lose? Well, you can go ahead and drown your sorrows during the game and continue to do so to celebrate the new year. You got that to look forward to. Or like Rudy, just hop the fence and go to the liquor store. Up the fence. <laughs> I mean, you, he makes it sound like it's that simple, Rudy. Like you just have a chain link linked fence in your backyard. Well, you know? that's, what I, that's what I envision. I envision Rudy next, Rudy's home next to a, a liquor store, and that's probably what sold him on buying that house. Just saying, you know what? I'm gonna go with this one. You know, well, sir, it has the worst uh, resale value. I don't care. Yeah, there, there's, there's a liquor store. We're good. <laughs> I've got barbed wire across the fence, so that should tell you how bad it is. Uh, we're running out of time here on Locked On Spurs. Uh, Rudy, uh, your prediction on tomorrow's game, and uh, I, you know, sh- 
Are we going to have the Davis Bertans reunion in San Antonio? A, a tribute video to him? On the uh, the revenge tour of all former Spurs players, which we probably yeah. expect Davis Bertans to go off at 30 tomorrow. Um, just, I'm, I'm taking the Mavericks. There's no way. I, of Lucas plays especially. There's no way I see yeah. the Spurs winning. Just talk about another O. Real quick, again, we're running out of time here, but Rudy, do you think he's MVP? You put him up there, or are you still got no. you know, the usual suspects? Of your, no, uh, right now, no. Joe Kick is my MVP so yep. far. Yep. Um, yep. Clear winner. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I have Joker, um, you know, Luca. I think Luca's in the mix. Um, yeah. Giannis. Don't forget about Giannis. Giannis is always it's in the okay. conversation. Yeah. Giannis yeah. is right well. now. Luca's probably fourth for me right now. Who do you got number one? You got Joker number one, obviously. Um, my list is uh, Jokic, uh, Jokic, um, Tatum, Embiid, and then Luca, then Giannis is what I have. Okay, that's not that's not bad, Joe. That's a good list, right, Joe? Yeah, I mean, I take that list in on, on any day. You know, that's yeah. that's pretty much what I was uh, thinking as well. You know, so you you got to have Doncic in there. Doncic is going to be in the conversation, but again, he's probably not going to garner garner the amount of votes needed to win yeah. the MVP. He's going to have to make a strong push, just like sure. that 60-point performance consistently. Yeah. yeah, all right. Well, again, uh, running out of time here on Lockdown Spurs. Got about three minutes left here. So, uh, let's start off with uh, Joe. Brag about uh, Two Shots Podcast. Yeah, we're looking to record a new episode this week to, to end the year. So, look for that. And, you know, maybe we'll have Jeff come out and be a, a guest yes, before yes, the, yeah. the year ends. I'm down. I'm down. Rudy, what's cooking over there at Sweep the League besides bourbon? <laughs> well, we're talking NFL, as we always do, NBA, and life hacks as well. But I got to keep it going. I know I got a second. We're doing yep. the players of the 50. We have two Garcias. Let's not forget about Alex Garcia, former Spurs player. We're going to add him to the list. Not list. only that, man, Alonzo G. You guys got to remember that. Oh, my gosh. Spurs fans loved him. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, and the, the Italian stallion, his own, Mark Ivoroni, also a San Antonio Spurs. So those three shout-outs. What's that? Become a coach for the Spurs? I uh, believe so. I believe he did. I know he was a coach in the league. So, yeah, I believe so. All right. Uh, you got any? You got one more before we put a wrap? Yeah, I can give you one. How about uh, everybody has a microwave in their house? Remember, Vinny Johnson was a San Antonio oh, Spurs for a little bit. One season, right? Yeah, I believe it was one season. He was already busted up microwave, though, right? <laughs> yeah, he he was getting replaced already. Yeah. So it was the Goodwill microwave that you're you're going to get at a bargain price, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done talking here. We want to hear from you again. Uh, let Joe know your thoughts on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Let Rudy know as well at Sweep the League and subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast: Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Ken's Five Plus app. And much, much more. And again, thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day for the entire year of 2022. We're putting a wrap on it here. Uh, we'll be back in the new year discussing more about your silver and black and much, much more. So for Joe Garcia and Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>